Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Max Fish. Max, you are the owner of Real Estate Project Solutions. You're found on the web at realestateprojectsolutions.com. Max, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Josh. Yeah, give us an overview of what you do. Yeah, so um, real estate guy uh, since like uh, 02, 03, um, starting the mortgage business. Um, today, I have a, a full-time real estate uh, business. We do primarily rehabs in the residential space. And then Real estate project solutions was basically born out of um, you know people essentially people asking me uh, how we were doing the lead gen with the VAs and and then uh, uh, today real estate project solutions provides uh, VAs for uh, real estate folks um, for anything from lead gen to back office answering phones um, so my time split pretty evenly between the two. Yeah. So where did this come about? I mean, obviously you're, you're kind of doing your own work. You probably, I'm guessing, right. You built your own system and you're like, man, I, I think other people would probably want to get kind of tapped into what we've been able to create internally. Is that my, that's my guess. Yeah. I, uh, I was always a big kind of networking guy and marketing guy. So, you know, talking to a lot of people day to day and, and, you know, different vendors and things, and people just start asking, you know, how are you doing this? And I would tell them and, then they'd come back and say, you know, I didn't have the success you did. Can you help me? And eventually it, it, it morphed into, look, just do it for me and I'll pay you. And I said, well, okay. You know, and, and that was, you know, I don't know, four or five years ago, maybe longer. Yeah. And then, so um, at what point do you say, okay, well, I'm going to start helping others in the real estate space. Like, how do you, how do you go from doing it very well yourself to now saying, okay, like, who was your first customer? Yeah. So uh, first, first client was a friend of mine, um, you know, basically just looking to do some cold calling. Um, I had done everything from, you know, put cubicles in my office and had, <laughs> you know, W2 employees in the office uh, to then working with the, uh, the VAs. Um, so basically help him set up um, essentially two cold callers um, and kind of went through the management and things. And then he couldn't, um, he couldn't do the management to the degree that we did. So then we ended up taking it over. And that's mm-hmm. when, um, I actually got approached by, uh, um, Brent Daniels and, uh, and then we had a conversation. He's a big real estate, uh, real estate guy. Um, and then he started referring clients to us and, and others as well, other vendors. So what is, um, when you talk about is, is cold calling the be all end all, or is that really what it takes? Uh, and when we're talking about lead gen, are, are you, are you looking for buyers or sellers? Primarily sellers, but everything from buyers to, I mean, we work with agents doing listings, property managers, um, you know, think of it more like outsourcing rather than mm-hmm. simply just lead gen. Lead gen was was a, a logical place to start because there's, mm-hmm. a, there's an implied ROI. Um, when we, you know, for me to come to somebody and say, hey, you could fire your 10-year, you know, front desk secretary and save some money, That's that doesn't appeal to folks. When we say, hey, we got some 
some uh, some new ways to generate leads on the cheap, that's you know that 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 sells right. So oh, yeah. um, that that's basically that's basically how it went. It's not the end all be all. Um, again, it's probably about half of our business today, only because the people that refer um, are really excited about the lead gem piece. Yeah, yeah, I would bet. Um, all right, so uh, how do you how do you grow this company then? Well, slugging it out. Um, <laughs> so you know, there's a number of competitors. What I learned over the years is. <clears throat> vetting, um, hiring, onboarding, training, um, all of this stuff is really important. I, I, you know, I liken it to to painting, you know, you don't just grab a paintbrush and start painting. It's 90% prep. The actual painting is, is a very small piece of it. Mm -hmm. So, um, what we learned is to spend, you know, an incredible amount of time on the front end so that, um, everything I guess gets easier, uh, or comes easier on the back end. Right. We interview four to 500 people a month, for example. We only hire 7% of them. So just through something like that, we get very good talent. And, and in um, lead gen specifically for real estate, what do you see that doesn't work very well? So everything works. Um, I think the big issue, especially in real estate today, is the cost per lead, which translates mm -hmm. into, because we're very big on KPIs. So we do you know, in-depth consultations. We, we we help clients develop KPIs, tracking things like that. But um, cost per lead translates to cost per deal. And <clears throat> what we're finding is that a lot of the folks that come to us, you know, they have a a lot of ambition, but you know, quite frankly, they don't have the the uh, resources to sustain. You know, there was a point at which not that long ago it was very easy to enter the real estate business. That's not the case today. And and a lot of these new guys are basically competing with well-established. Uh, firms. So, um, you know, I think that I think that for a lot of these guys, the the cost is is the appeal. Um, you know, things like direct mail uh, is very very expensive. Um, text messaging. Yeah. There's there's these new laws that that make it um, mm. much more difficult. Um, so, I think cold calling is just an easy solution to implement um, in order to get started. Whether you're doing it yourself or you're hiring somebody like us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so in, term, in in addition, obviously, lead gen we were talking about, um, but what other staffing um, does Real Estate Project Solutions do? Anything and everything real estate, as long as it's not face-to-face. -face. Um, we have, um, we hire globally. Uh, we have uh, a lot of expats, for example, that we've recently placed uh, mm -hmm. in, in higher level positions. A lot of these companies, again, that I would call competitors, or they just go to the Philippines because it's it's easy. Uh, and Filipinos are great, but not for everything. Um, so, you know, we've placed um, recently, like I'd say in the last 90 days, we've placed acquisitions guys, we've placed uh, uh, lead managers, office managers, um, you know, phone people um, in, in, again, all different spaces, investors, realtors, property management. Um, we work for a commercial broker looking for listings. Um, you know, for example, we got, I don't know, maybe three or four of those guys. Uh, mm -hmm. So it really runs the gamut. Um, Again, just real estate focused. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. So um, now, uh, what do you do to continue to grow um, this? Uh, and um, when when somebody comes in, like what level should they be in, in real estate um, th that it makes sense to start outsourcing? So that's a really good question. We've had guys come to us who are just starting out 
um, you know, generating their own leads because they realize buying from realtors direct doesn't make sense. Um, now, but they have experience. We have other guys that are you know, new, uh, but have resources. So it really comes down in my mind to budgeting. You know, if, if you could budget, for example, if all you can budget is say 3000 a month uh, for your business uh, for say six months, then mm-hmm. you're really limited. You can't really do direct mail. You're kind of limited to either calling or text messaging. Um, so it's not, there isn't a specific individual so much as, you know, somebody that has the budget to sustain uh, a longer term play. You know, in Philadelphia, for example, it would be very difficult if you had, say, a, a 60 day, you know, window, right? Um, because a lot of it is follow up now. So in my business, six to seven months from first touch to closing a deal, it's just a lot of follow up. Um, so, you know, you have to have resources to sustain that because there's no money coming in the door for the first few months minimum. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then um, what do you do to attract more clients? So my, at this point, our primary uh, method for new, you know, finding new clients is either referrals uh, or, um, you know, things like this, you know, going on podcasts, trying to add value. Um, Mm -hmm. People look for us. Maybe they're speaking to, again, one of these competitors um, and, you know, they'll give us a call. Um, but mostly like we don't do any advertising or, or anything like that. It's, it's mostly word of mouth and referrals. Yeah. Uh, what can an investor do to increase their profitability? Because I, I and I, I'm hoping you're going to say, well, yeah, you got to stop doing the stuff that you can outsource <laughs> because that's not the good use. Of ROI. But, but I'll, I'll let you say that. Um, I would say more generally, you can either increase the, the top line, right? Your, your, your revenue, your sales, uh, or, or decrease, uh, bottom line, your expenses. Um, outsourcing is a very easy way to, um, to, to reduce your expenses and, and increase your profitability. Um, much more difficult in this environment to increase your revenue. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's like anything, you know, you, you can, you can try different marketing methods, to increase the revenue and that's okay. Um, decreasing expenses, changing your, you know, outsourcing and changing your, you know, your office structure might be, you know, might be um, too big a shift or, or cause too much interruption. So I think every business is a little bit different. Um, but, you know, what I found, so like in my real estate business, there's like 10 people, but only three of them are actually in the office located uh, on site. So yeah. it's, um, you know, I think that outsourcing is definitely, um, in my opinion, definitely the, the first place to look, um, not necessarily the best for everybody, but definitely the first place to look. Yeah. Um, for someone who's going to start hiring, let's say they've just been working solo. Now they are going to um, start bringing staff in. Um, what are some of the areas where you see people kind of tripping and falling in that in that process? Ooh, like where can this uh, go sideways for people? Yeah, I would say everywhere uh, in the process. I mean, you know, again, um, hiring. So we, we like to break down hiring, training, management. Um, we see people. So we have a couple things we do. So one is a fully managed solution. The other one's a placement model. Think like a recruiter. Um, we see people that think they have the infrastructure to manage when they really don't. And that's a big problem. Um, we see people that hire folks don't realize that, you know, they hired them under the assumption they could do something. The resume was fraudulent. We see people that uh, can't train or, or don't have the time or energy. Um, so I, I think that there's, you know, there's things that you're good at. There's things that I'm good at and everybody kind of um, gravitates toward what they like usually. So I, we see people definitely stumbling, you know, at different 
parts in that, I guess, that process. Um, but I would, I think that right now, especially hiring is probably, probably the big one only because there's so much demand and there's so many people out there. Um, mm-hmm. the thought of hiring a, or interviewing say 50 people is too daunting for most folks. They won't do that. Um, you know, so they logically, they'll just, they'll just take what, whatever they believe is, is good enough as opposed to saying, Hey, we're going to interview a bazillion people. We're going to find the very best guy. You know, it just, it's not, it's not everybody's uh, forte. It's certainly not mm. something anybody really likes to do. You know, HR is, there's a reason why I have a team that does it for me, put it that way. Yeah. Are there types of uh, lead gen or networking that it would not be appropriate uh, to outsource for? In other words, think of your business. There's going to be stuff that you outsource, um, but um, you know, what, what would you still be wanting to do yourself? Uh, so specifically regarding outsourcing, um, it, it's not that there's things that can't be outsourced again, as long as it doesn't require face-to-face, mm-hmm. there's certain individuals that are better suited for different tasks. So the acquisitions guys that we placed, for example, they're all Americans. They just happen to be living abroad. So you don't have to pay them the six figures they would require if they were here. Um, I mean, we just hired a guy in the Dominican Republic. He's, I think his rent's like 300 bucks a month or something. It's crazy. <laughs> so, you know, so, um, so I'd say it's really about personnel. You can't just go to somebody who only hires Filipinos and just, you know, try to squeeze that square peg in the round hole. Yeah. Um, regarding what I personally don't outsource is, you know, high level decisions. You know, um, uh, I'm not, you know, I, we contract a lot of properties. We only buy a certain number. You know, I'm typically making that decision. Um, you know, any kind of decisions on disposition or numbers is typically stuff we, we keep in-house. Um, not that somebody couldn't be trained. Like I, I've trained VAs to run comps, for example. Um, but there's, there's always a backstop if somebody makes, makes a, you know, makes a, uh, a mistake. That backstop is either like me or my project manager, or maybe my dispositions guy. Um, so I think it's, it really comes down to personal preference and what, you know, what guys feel comfortable with in, you know, in the space. Some, some guys just say, Hey, psh, contract everything and, you know, uh, blaze the trail. That's just not yeah. the business I have. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, and is it, how expensive is it to outsource? Like, I mean, just in terms of realistic, Hey, I should probably have X set aside to make sure that I can get this going. It's probably not, I don't know, it may or may, I, I, I'm just, I'm curious about the revenue model for someone that's going to invest in outsourced talent. You know, what should they have going on already? Uh, and, you know, when can they expect to, well, I mean, it's going to be so varied, but any rules of thumb for, you know, this will help you generally do bit better, bit more revenue in business, obviously, because you can have time to be doing the high level stuff, which is what you need to be doing. Uh, I'll uh, go read the e-myth. Um, but, um, you know, it's still, you know, they should, they should have some budget set aside uh, to start outsourcing. Yeah. hundred percent. So, so we ask everybody for a 90 day commitment because we make commitments to people we hire number one. And number two, I, I don't want to take some guys last three grand or something because now yeah. we're under pressure you know, and because the clients provide the data and kind of give us a little bit of direction, you know, I don't want to be the one. To, I, I don't want to be sitting there being accused of 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 not making it happen because it's not. We you know we're not we're not miracle workers. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I, I think 
when someone's ready to hire, that's when you would look at this, whether that's a W-2 employee or an outsourced solution like ours. Um, you know, the costs range from 10 to $20 an hour, depending on the uh, the role typically in the real estate space, there's not much that goes above that. Um, and that's, you know, Filipino, which is kind of like the, the, the lowest cost all the way up to, um, you know, an expat living in a, you know, a non-third world, you know, country. Yeah. Um, and that, that would, that's for the managed stuff. And then on the other side, you know, the placement business, there's a, there's a fee, a one-time fee. And, and then we help consult and negotiate the, the rates and things like that. You're typically going to pay, you know, like if you're paying 10 bucks an hour, for example, for us to manage it, the actual cost of the VA might be, you know, five, six, seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we're doing all the training, all the management, all the back office HR stuff, making sure they're working, providing reporting, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. For a smaller shop, that makes sense. If you don't have the infrastructure, it, it absolutely makes sense. Um, you know, a lot of people look at the cost and not the savings, right? Because, you know, you could do the placement model, but if you don't have the infrastructure, now all of a sudden you were the head of HR person. Well, if you're in the real estate business, your time is much better spent making deals. That's where you make your money, yeah, not saving right. a couple, you know, not saving a few hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of real loosely the cost, but typically we we talk to folks, either myself or my sales guys, uh, and, and basically give some solutions, give some options. Very cool. All right. So the website is realestateprojectsolutions.com. When someone goes there, what do they click on? What should they do? Um, there's a place to, to uh, submit your info to set up a you know exploratory call. Um, you can get some basic information on some of the services we offer. And you know, at the end of the day, it's about you know it's about helping people because people aren't going to stick around if 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 they don't have success. Yeah, awesome. All right, Max Fish. Again, you're the owner of Real Estate Project Solutions. Uh, again, the website realestateprojectsolutions.com. Max, thanks for joining us. Josh, I really appreciate it, man. This was awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. 
My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.